Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Ronas, what's going on today? What is it? Is today Tuesday already? It is Tuesday. Feels like a Tuesday. How does a Tuesday feel? Not like a Monday, but not like a Thursday. Because Thursday feels like it's almost the weekend. Tuesday feels like the week just started. Okay. Makes sense. That makes sense. (laughs) Some convoluted way. Do you know I just texted my friend, our friend, uh, Frankie Fantasy? He went a little crazy last night. I've got an online championship here. Did you see it? Did you see what he did? I did not. I didn't see it yet. Oh, I sent you I sent I sent you the board. I don't check check your email. He went a little crazy at number eleven last night. He took Travis Kelsey at eleven. That's the earliest I've seen him. Yeah, in our format, he typically goes in the second round. Uh, I think his ADP is like sixteen, seventeen, so you really don't see that much. Uh, and especially, too, I think, with the return of Tyreek Hill, I think some people were giving him a little bit of a boost. They could, okay, Tyreek Hill could be suspended early in the season. That should open up more targets for Kelsey, maybe give him a few more touchdowns. Like Tyreek is out, obviously. That has changed with Tyreek Hill not getting the suspension. But, yeah, you typically don't see that in our format. Probably a big reason also is we have the extra flex spot. So it's a little bit more difficult to get that good receiver value. You know, it's interesting. I'm just uh, texting Frankie here, and I said, really? What did you do here? What's going on? Because in the second round, I took T.Y. Hilton. And he said, uh, you know, I just want to try something different, but just I was just messing around. I think it's interesting because here's what he wrote. I never take a quarterback early, but I like luck, and I wanted to have luck with Hilton, and that's why I took Hilton in round two. But my bigger point was, People don't mess around in the main event. But on the online championship, you could do something a little crazy like this, and maybe it works to your advantage. Yeah, I think it comes down to, and I mentioned this a little bit, and I just wrote a draft recap of one of the online championships, and there was a team that did something there that I would never do unless I had, like, 50 teams. Uh, They basically punted the running back position, and – Obviously, if the running backs they take in, they didn't take their RB1 until round seven, and it was Miles Sanders. So, right. uh, obviously, you're taking major risks, but you also have an elite tight end, elite quarterback. I love the receivers that they had. So, we're, I said in the write up, we're either going to look back on this and say it was smart or it was so stupid. And that's the way it works because you're taking a bunch of shots on running backs. So, I know Frankie does a lot. Uh, like, I wouldn't do this, but I don't have, you know, 20, 30 teams. If I had 30 teams, I might do something different to say, okay, you know what? I have the same formula. I do the same thing in every draft. 
why don't I just try and be different, go off the board, and maybe it pans out and separates myself. And I, we talk about this a lot with the quarterbacks. I like, I, I like, okay, Andrew Luck compared to other leagues, it's a value. We know in this format it's really not because you see where the quarterbacks go. But it's hard for me to criticize someone taking an elite quarterback that early. I won't do it, but if I had a multitude of teams, I would try something different. If I'm, I mean, if we're just, but not knowing, like if we knew that in a vacuum, just, you I, would I, know, right? Right. No, if you looked at this team and you didn't know it was him, I know you would rip it to shreds. Rip it to shreds. But I'm going to say, make two comments. One, I don't think you're wrong at all when you talk about the fact that people take it take risks. But, you know, it's so funny because on the Mock Draft Now tool, I tend to draft the same team every time, Adam. I go, to the, I go back to the well every time. I do the same thing. And I'm asking myself, I'm either a genius or an idiot because I, either, I like who I like and I want who I want. So I don't know whether I would have thrown caution into the wind like this. So that's, question number, that's comment number one. And comment number two is I do have a problem with this because even though I like Jerry Bryan, he's a nice guy. Man, he really benefits at 12 because Frankie's doing stuff that I guess, you know, did Jerry ever expect to get who he got? Yeah, that's part of it. I mean, I don't know. Did he benefit that much looking at these? No, maybe not that much. Yeah. But I mean, it's still, it's a little bit of a benefit, don't you think? Or maybe Team 10, the, the other the guy around him. You know, I don't, he's taking Luck there. He's taking Hilton there. You know, maybe that guy would never thought that guy wouldn't have gotten Juju or Beckham or something like that. Yeah, or like a Christian Kirk, who we've seen rise up draft boards. He takes Luck. He goes, "Oh, thank you for Kirk." He gets to load up on receivers. I mean, five receivers right. in the first eight rounds. So, but I think it is an interesting point you make about the same team. Because that happens to me, too. Because we have certain players we like. We know where they go. We take them. And it's a positive and a negative. Because we play in so many leagues, you do want to diversify a little bit. But it hurt me last year. I remember in the championship in Vegas, I said, you know what? I, let me do something different. I haven't take Rob Gronkowski anywhere. What I figured it would be his last year. What if he goes out with a bang and has like 14 touchdowns? So you know I don't like taking a tight end that early. And I took Gronk at 3-1. And he didn't perform to that level. I was fortunate enough to win the league, but that's the problem too sometimes is when you diversify too much and go against something different, you tend to do something outside of your comfort level and it might not work. Yeah, I'm trying to think. If I had 100 teams, I probably would play around with 20% of them. But the other, but 80%, I probably play close to the vest. I'm just trying to think. If I had 100 teams, 80 would be in my wheelhouse and maybe a few of them I would go differently on. Yeah, I mean, it definitely pays to try something a little bit different if you are a high-volume player. If you're only doing three teams, I don't think you can do it. Stick with what you feel is best. But we all know when you have so many teams, you do want to diversify a little bit. But at the same point, you know, if you have a strong stance on a player, I, I think you do want to get him on the bulk of your teams. No, I agree with that. I mean, if, if, you, if I like a guy, I like a guy. I, I think here... What's interesting, and I'll make a point about what Frankie did in a positive light. If you want a player and you know, because Frankie's picking at 11, there's no way he's getting T.Y. Hilton. The only way he gets T.Y. Hilton is in round one or two. Then you got to do what you got to do. So I, I admire that. Don't take Beckham because that's the pick. Take the player you want. I mean, that, that I respect. 
Oh, yeah. No, you have to do that there. And, you know, that everyone will say, oh, I can't believe Hilt went in front of Beckham, Juju, and Brown. But if you truly believe, hey, this Colts offense is going to be explosive and Hilton's going to be the biggest beneficiary, he could have a career, you got to take him there. Yeah, so I mean, and you know that he's not going to make it back to you, so you got to do what you got to do. So that that made sense to me. All right, there's another thing that happened in this draft, which was I think maybe possibly the worst pick of this draft. We will discuss what it was and why do I hate it when we return right after this. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. All right, we are back. We're full-time fantasy. Dr. Roto here with Adam Ronas. Remember, check out fulltimefantasy.com. 
Enter the promo code ROTO50 or RONUS50. We'll get you 50% off your first two months when you join. All right. And right now, what is it? July 22nd. Is that what the date is, RONUS? 22nd? 23rd. You're a little bit 23rd. behind. I told you I feel behind today, RONUS. So that will take you to September 23rd, which gets you already like a couple of weeks into the football season. So why would you not join us? I mean, I promise you I'll get I'll, I'll be more with it in a couple of days. So, uh, you know, we'll be giving you the information you need, articles, waiver wire articles, forum posts, whatever we can do, our rankings. So whatever it takes to get you to a fantasy football championship, we are prepared to do that at fulltimefantasy.com. Promo code ROTO50 or RONUS50. All right, Adam, there's a couple of bad picks here. I mean, there are really a couple of bad, bad picks here. But one that comes to mind and this is a friend of mine here, and he sent me, this is how I got the draft board. So he goes, what do you think? And the first thing I thought when I saw Team 2, I could get behind. So Team 2 starts Christian McCaffrey. I'm good with that. I'm good. Then he takes Damian Williams, and I could get behind that. I have no problem. Then he even takes Derrick Henry. I mean, I probably would have taken Todd Gurley, who lasted to pick 3-3, but I could get behind Derrick Henry at 3-2. I can work with you. Why do you need Philip Lindsay in the fourth round when you already started with three running backs and DJ Moore is on the board? How do you take Philip Lindsay over DJ Moore when you already have three running backs? That is a definition of insanity. Yeah, no way I would do that. No chance. I honestly don't even think I could envision myself starting a draft with four running backs this year. I've said it repeatedly. When I'm picking in the top four, I just like the way it pans out by going running back and hammering wide receiver. Now, in this case, okay, if you believe in Damian Williams, you know, it's really split on Damian Williams. There's people who don't believe that it'll work out because he's 27 years old. He's never had a big workload. And then you have the people on the other side who say, well, he was good when given the opportunity. It's the Chiefs offense. We know the running backs are going to produce. And I think you agree that Carlos Hyde is not a threat. He's just not that good. He sucks. Uh, so they, yeah, so they don't really have uh, anybody behind them. And now they, they signed him to a two-year deal. They didn't pay him much, but they didn't address the position really. So it shows that they have some faith in him. Derrick Henry, we all know if he gets the full workload, I mean, he could be a beast. We saw it down the stretch. He might not catch a ton of passes, but if you got a guy like McCaffrey, it offsets him. But yeah, no need for Philip Lindsay here. This is just complete overload. I have a lot of questions about Philip Lindsay. I wrote about him. You could check it out in the draft kit. You know, he faced uh, very few eight-man fronts last year. Royce Freeman faced a ton. A lot of the underlying metrics showed Freeman was better. Now, there was a comparison. They said that these two could be used like Devonta Freeman and Tevin Coleman. Uh, that's not great for Lindsey. Now, they talked about using him more in the passing game, but I, there's no need for him on this team. Again, this is roster construction, and it, no way I would take I would definitely have taken DJ Moore there for sure. Yeah, I mean, this is like roster deconstruction here. It was, it's just, look, it's okay to take risk. I get it. We just talked about what Frankie did last, last segment. I'm okay with living life dangerously, but it's one thing to be dangerous and it's one thing to be stupid. You don't want to cross that line. And as much as, and Chris is a good friend of mine. He's one of the nicest guys in the world. I mean, I preface that, one of the nicest guys in the world. But you just have to know that, you have to know when it's enough, right? Three running backs, the first three picks, it's enough. I get it. I, I'm, I'm, I, I can even, I don't like it, but I'll be on board with it. But four is just too many, Adam. I can't imagine because now he's got Dante Pettis and Cortland Sutton who I can get behind, but he's, he's searching for that third receiver and he'll be searching for that third receiver the rest of the year. 
Wow, oh my goodness. Right now, Andy Isabella's at third, Traquan Smith, Quincy Anua, Keelan Cole. There's so much downside to all of those guys. You know, I think the big mistake he made here, he could have salvaged his team. And what's interesting is he could have salvaged his team with one pick. Do you know what the one pick would have been? I would say, well, besides Lindsay, right? No, no. He, if, if he keeps Lindsay, keeps Lindsay, I can make this team better with one pick. One thing he didn't do. Uh, what, taking Miles Sanders there in this eighth? No, I would have taken Gallup instead of Isabella. Okay. And I, yeah. I would have made. I would have made. I, I could have made that better because Gallup, I think, is at least more interesting, and Isabella is literally a dart. And I, if I was Pettis, Sutton, and Gallup, it's not good, but it's it's not the worst I've ever heard. Yeah, basically, you're hoping that um, all these running backs pan out because the argument for him will be, well, I'm going to start McCaffrey and Williams in the two RB spots. And then, you know, he's hoping to flex, I guess, Henry and Lindsay at this point. I mean, I guess that's what you have to do. So you're basically saying, I'm going to be strong at running back, and I'm hoping the receivers pan out because if Hunter Henry lives up to the expectations at tight end, you got one of the top tight ends. So that's the way he's looking at his team is saying, hey, I'm going to be strong at running back and take the darts at receiver, where I think a lot of people do it the opposite, where they go, all right, I only need to start two running backs max, so I'm going to be strong at receiver and take my shots on the waiver wire at running back. So Now, Chris may have copied my construction from a few years ago. Do you remember that team in the first seven rounds where I had three running backs and two tight ends? Something crazy like that. Remember the team that was like second overall? I had some construction similar to this, but I had three good receivers. I had Sterling, Shepard, Larry Fitzgerald, and somebody else I can't remember. So at least I had three guys I could count on. They weren't great receivers, but they gave me 12 to 15 points every week. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because um, it, it, you can always find a strategy that works with the right players. So I don't want us to sound like, oh, you have to do it this way. I mean, could this work? Possibly. I don't like it the way it is structured. Maybe if there were different wide receivers, I'd feel strongly about it. But he's, th those running backs, here's the, the thing is, the likelihood of all these early running backs working out, it's not high. They get injured. They underperform. Injuries on the offensive line. There's so many things that could go wrong with running backs. And would you have taken, in round seven, he takes Hunter Henry over O.J. Howard. You're on the clock. Who do you take? Uh, me, I, look, I go back and forth with this. I love both. I lean Howard. I don't think it's a mistake, though. I don't. I, okay. I, really, I really think at it's Round seven close. is a good pick, by the way. That's Abs actually a pretty good pick at seven. Absolutely. Look, if you can get Henry or Howard in round seven, I'm doing it every time. I'm doing it because I that's the range of tight ends that I, I would like to get from. I'm not going to reach. like, uh, And I've done it. I took Hunter Henry in this fishbowl. I took O.J. Howard in the FSGA. Uh, I wrote about O.J. Howard yesterday, so check it out. Uh, yeah, around seven. I mean, I guess they fall a little bit in our format because of the receivers, but I'd absolutely do that. I definitely would. Yeah, I, I think, you know, once again, I'm going to go to, you know, the, he took Kyla Murray in round nine as the sixth quarterback. Just jumped a little too early. I, I mean, I know that we could say it's never too early, but sometimes it's a little too early. You know what Doc, I mean? I mean, look, I think you and me, we're not getting Kyler Murray this year. I know you got him in our early FF Champs basketball yeah. draft, but he is I'm not getting him again. I know. I know. Dude, 
117 is his ADP right now, but 98 in recent drafts, 108, 113. I'm not taking him in round nine. It's just not happening. It's not happening. Yeah, man, it sucks because, like, I do want to share. And even in – it's just everywhere. It's crazy how early he's going. Sixth quarterback off the board. Yeah. And we might look back and say, hey, hey, it worked out, but aren't we losing the value now on him? Totally. Look, in round nine – that is not even at value. That is overvalued. You're, you're overvaluing him. I think at like round 11, he's probably in, in our format. Right. Matt Ryan goes in round 10, right? So wouldn't you, would you right. rather have Matt Ryan or Kyler Murray straight up? Matt Ryan. Right. So if Matt Ryan is in 10, then Kyler Murray become at 11 makes sense. Anything earlier than 11, man, he better be good. Yeah, and I think most of us believe he will be, especially with the running, the high-paced offense, but you're paying for it. Do you think Patrick Mahomes last year is the reason why he's going so high? Yeah, because, I mean, look, everybody wants that. He's, he's, Mahomes is killing everybody's value because, you know, everybody got him around 13 last year. And then he, went, he started going around 11. Remember that? So we got to Vegas, he was going like 11 because I was getting him in 13. Now everybody wants the, the, this year's Mahomes. Well, who's the closest thing? Kyler Murray. Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, people just get enamored. And, again, I'd like some shares, but, man, that price is too, too expensive right now. Yeah. All right, a lot of bad picks in this online championship. We're going to try to tell you which which of these picks and why you need to stay away. There's another pick, singularly the worst pick of this draft. I've decided the worst pick of this draft. This isn't the layoff. I'm going to tell you what, what it was and why you guys should never do this again right after this. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. It's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free Wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. 
I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. So I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com All right, get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook where listeners of the show can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, make a deposit, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com backslash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com backslash DK. And act quickly, okay, because this offer won't be around forever. If you do have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's for ages 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. All right. Adam and I are going over an online championship that happened last night. I will be doing a draft review of this later, so you can check that out at Full Time Fantasy. You can watch me go off on people, as you know I tend to do. The worst pick in this draft, Adam, bar none. Bar none. And it kind of fits the team name, WTF. WTF to take in the Chicago Bears with the fifth pick in the 11th round. Awful, awful, awful. Absolutely. And even if they turn out to be dominant again, it's not worth it. It's just not. We've seen the defenses fluctuate from year to year. Hardly ever do we see the dominant defense repeat. Who was it last year? Everyone was taking early. Jacksonville? Jacksonville. Right? Yep. Didn't work out. So, yeah, on paper, Bears look good. But there's no need to take it in round 11 ever and this team also took three tight ends from round four, to 14. Four. well from 10 to 14 let me see oh yeah, scroll down. yeah oh yeah and then around 20 another one and, oh, man this this may be the worst draft i've ever seen <laughs> it's really bad now, they, they took rob gronkowski in round 20 would you do that right now like do you yes. like yes he, i think yes okay. I, I that's i like that pick more than i like taking fant and hawkinson in 14 and 15 i agree uh i don't think Gronkowski is definitely there to start the year. He's lost a ton of weight if you've seen him. I know Brady has been hinting that they've worked out together or they will be. Again, for me, when I look at Gronkowski, I could see him sitting there September, October, watching and saying, you know what? I missed the grind in the training camp, which is a good thing. Most players don't like it. That's the part that they hate the most. The long for days, the heat, the practices, the grind, which he's been through so many times. And maybe in the middle of the year he goes, you know what? I want to be back. So I could see that happening. Now, the thing is, though, if you draft him in round 20, how long do you hold on to him for? <laughs> what if he's not, you know, he's not going to, I don't, there, I think it was like a very long shot that he plays in week one. You know, I, I need to check Vegas odds. I'm sure there's odds. I mean, but look at what this guy did. He took Demarius Thomas, Rex Burkhead, and Gronkowski like he went all New England. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but but I think I'm just trying to look. I, I John Rozek is a very good player, and he's taking four. 
He took Gaiseki with the last pick of the dra- his draft. I like that. Pick. I love that pick. And I even just Chris, and even Chris took Ian Thomas with this last pick. That's actually a smart pick too. Gaiseki right, and case. Thomas could do something. Well, yeah, I love Gaseki. I think that the draft that I just reviewed, the guy took Vance McDonald in round ten and Gaseki later on. I said, if I can leave a draft with that tandem, I'm thrilled. Yeah. Uh, Gaiseki in twenty. Gaiseki in twenty. You know who my pick was last year in round twenty? I had two guys, Adam. One was Taylor Gabriel, and two was Dallas Goddard. Those were the guys I was targeting at round twenty. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't think about round twenty. Round twenty. It's an important pick. You know, you never know. You could hit on someone big. So, uh, yeah, you take the time to think about it. I have Gaiseki ranked higher than that. Uh, I would take him earlier. You know, he's very athletic. I know it's not a great offense in Miami. He wasn't highly involved last year, but we see it takes tight ends some time. And, and uh, this is a team that should be playing from behind, passing quite a bit. So I think there's definitely upside. And it's round 20. If it doesn't work out in the first two, three weeks, you see it's the same old crap. It's an easy cut, and you didn't invest much. So I like that pick. Thomas, obviously, is dependent on the health of Greg Olson. And he is getting, you know, what, 34, coming off the foot surgery. He was impressive last year when he was on the field in our tight end premium league for FF champs. I took him as the my third or fourth tight end. Now that was best ball, and it was you know at twenty eight rounds. No, it was a good pick. That was yeah. a good pick of yours. Yeah, yeah, because of Olsen, you know, the, you got to worry about a, a tight end. The tight ends get banged up a ton. They have to block, uh, and Olsen is an older guy uh, coming off the injury. So, so if it doesn't work out, Thomas goes into that role. Speaking of older guys, I'm going to look at Team Three for a second, and I'm going to look at their last few picks. Okay, from round fifteen through twenty. Jamal Williams, if the guy hasn't done it by now, it's not going to happen, Adam. Greg Olson, round 17, please. The guy is like seriously one year away from retirement. And Tom Brady in round 20, there's no way I'm touching this guy with a 30-foot pole. My point being is I think a lot of times at the end of drafts, people go to familiar names. And that is how you lose a draft. Stop drafting names you're familiar with and start drafting guys who can be sleepers and help you. Yeah, I agree. And that's something that I wrote about in uh, the recap that I wrote up today. Should be posted and talked about some of the late round picks. And I said, you know, there's no there's no ceiling here. It's just not exciting. You want to take shots uh, on the late round picks. Uh, because you want to swing for the fences because a lot of the aging veterans are really not going to help you most of the time. You want, And look, it, all of them might fail, but you want to take shots on guys that can potentially surpass the value and possibly break out. And I'm sure when we look back on a draft from last year uh, in those rounds, maybe not a lot panned out, uh, but that's why you want to take the shot at the upside. Right, but I'd much rather, I'm just looking at names, I'd much rather have DJ Chark and Mike yes. Gisecki and oh, yeah. Hakeem Butler than I would Olsen, Brady, and Jamal Williams. I, I don't know. I'd just rather have one of those guys. Maybe one of those guys, my guys pans out because my guys have upside. My guys have potential. These other guys are literally are one step from being in Boca at a rest home. Yeah, no, I agree. You want to swing for the fences there. And again, some of these picks might not work out. But uh, if you only get like one of them to work out in the first five rounds that become a starter, uh, it's beneficial because I think if you go back and look at a, a lot of drafts from last year, most of those guys don't pan out. That's why you want to take the potential upside ceiling with some youth. Right. I, I agree. So there are a couple of guys here, old guy, guys that we know that just want to look at Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon went late second round. 
right, the ninth pick of the second round, and Todd Gurley went with the third pick of the third round. I think both those guys got good value there. Uh, Gordon, yes, because I don't think he holds out. Uh, I'm worried about Gurley. I really am. I just don't. I haven't seen anything positive. You know, would you take comments. him? At, would you take him at? You're Chris. You're team two. Would you take him at three two, or would you take Henry first? Uh, I think I would take Henry first. Really? Would you yeah. take Gurley or Fournette? Gurley. But Gurley I'm worried or, about him. Or, I really am. Gurley or Ertz? Gurley or Ertz? I would probably would have went receiver. So you would take Thielen, especially or Ertz. when I when, when I have two running backs. When I already have yeah. Kamara and Cook, why do I need to go Gurley? Now uh, you could say now look. Gurley, to me, is so polarizing because you either have the real pro Gurley guys, like our buddy Jim Day, Fantasy Taz. He's all over Gurley. He's taking him early second round. And then you have people like me who I'm, I'm extremely worried. I think sometimes we don't look at the simple things. Can you tell me, Doc, where have you seen anything positive regarding Gurley this year? He did not play, basically, in the NFC Championship in the Super Bowl. Did Nick Vay say something like he feels good? What does that mean? Wasn't the quote? I, yeah, he feels good. He Great. Feels good. He had a whole offseason of rest. If you don't feel good now, when are you going to feel good? <laughs> and here, okay, here's what people are saying, okay? The argument is, well, even if Gurley doesn't get the workload he got last year and he gets 17 touches per game, if you uh, average out what he was doing, he still finishes his RB8. How do we know he's even going yeah. to be able to be effective with 15 touches? How do we Wait, know so he can stay on the field? It's an arthritic knee. It's not going to get better without rest. So, yes, he should feel good now. He's missed the entire offseason program. He hasn't been practicing. He said a comment uh, two weeks ago, well, I'll find out when I get to training camp. What does that mean? Like, most players are very optimistic, and he could just be right, saying let me that give to you a, hide it. Let me, let me give you a number here. 17 carries, is that fair? At four yards a carry is 68 yards a game times 16 games. If he plays all 16, that's 1,088. That's what people are saying, That right? And how many touchdowns are we willing to give him? 10? Is that a good I, year? Is that, is, that, what, is that a good year or a great year? Is that a fair year? Uh, it's, it's good. I mean, yeah, if you get 1,000 yards rushing, 10 touchdowns, and then you uh, factor in his pass catching ability. Right, so how many how many receptions would you give him a game? Four? Uh, how, 25 yards a game? 25 times 16 is another 400 yards. So he would effectively have 1,500 total yards, and I'll give him 12 total touchdowns. Where would you take that? The problem is, is I don't know if he's going to be able to hold up to that. That's, That's if it was 16 games, by the way. Right. That's 16 games. At 17 carries a game and four receptions. 17 carries a game at 68 yards and four receptions for 20 yards a game. Uh, look, he couldn't play in the playoffs, okay? That's no, no, I'm not contradicting you. I'm just saying I'm giving you I'm, – I'm saying – The other side, yeah. right. Yeah, right. But I think the other side is just thinking like, oh, okay, well – yeah, he can't hold up under a huge workload, so we'll just decrease it. It'll be fine. How do we know that? How do we know that well, it's an arthritic knee? Why is it? Well, why look, is it, Why all of a sudden is he going to hold up over a lesser workload? The numbers I gave you are fair, right? The numbers I gave you are fair. If he plays sixteen games, those are assuming he played sixteen games. If he plays thirteen games with those numbers, Adam, that changes it big time, right? Sixty-eight times thirteen is eight eighty-four. Right? And 20 catches times 13 is 260. Then he becomes a 1,000-yard guy. That's a lot different than 1,500. That's 50 Look, points. I'm, 
I'm worried. They re-signed Malcolm Brown. They drafted Henderson in the third round. There's too many red flags for me there with Gurley. I'm very worried about him. And I, I might be wrong, and he might be fine and have a big year, but you're, you're, you're taking risk in round two. You know, he's going mostly in round two of drafts. I know he fell to three here, but I understand why everyone passed on him. His ADP is 21 right now, and 27, uh, 28 is the latest he's gone. Well, uh, let me ask draft. you this. Could he get 1,200 total yards from scrimmage and, t- and 10 touchdowns? He can, for sure, uh, but I doubt Is that better will. than Marlon Mack? Yeah, because he's girly going to catch football. The problem with Mack is how many receptions he's going to get. Does it change this year? I don't know. So then Gurley is a third-round pick. But is a fair? major, he's a third he's round a major pick. risk, though. You would take a major would take risk in round three? I didn't say that. I just said he is a legitimate. I'm asking if you. He, if he, yeah, depends on my construction. Maybe. Maybe. Not over Thielen. Not over, not over Cooper. We'll discuss more Todd Gurley when we come back right after this. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be. So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGroup.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800 
Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. All right, we're back in. Do me a favor, guys. Go to playffwc.com right now. You go there, you'll see our draft lobby. We have a draft tonight, 9 p.m. Draft and go a best ball right there, $99 entry. Still looking for five teams. It could be you. All right, we also have a starter draft, a $35 starter draft at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. You know, not bad at all, but the draft and go. Let me see. Do I know people in there? Oh, I don't know anybody in there. I don't, I don't know any people in there, but looks like a nice little draft in there. So uh, $99, a nice price point. And, uh, you know, you could always join one of our leagues if you don't want that, that leagues. We have our online championship leagues, our world championship, the main event. So there's plenty, of, plenty for you to choose from here at playffwc.com. All right, Frankie Fantasy, this is pretty funny. He, was, he and I have been texting. He go, and this says out of nowhere, Adam. He goes, Gurley starts on the PUP, mark it down. Or he dresses and plays five snaps, same as postseason. He's untouchable. I go, are you listening? We were just talking about that. And he goes, no, I'm just in the shower. This is me ranting. <laughs> he, was, he wasn't even thinking about it. He just was like spouting not to take Todd Gurley. And he, I didn't even realize we were talking about it. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I agree with it, man. I just, again, I just think there's a lot of red flags here. I mean, you also have to worry, okay, you know, the Rams have been a team that's been big and have been pounding the football late in the game. With Gurley's knee issue, don't you think they would rest him and scale him back? He might not get those carries against the worn-down defense. I just don't see upside with Gurley this year. I just think there's too many question marks here. There's a lot of red flags. Again, I haven't seen anything positive in this offseason that tells me, yeah, he's going to be fine. I, to not play in the NFC Championship in the Super Bowl – it's just crazy to me. It, it means it's serious. You know how many players would risk going out there to win a Super Bowl? They would play through almost anything. And the fact that Gurley could not even get out there barely is just a, a major red flag to me. And then they re-sign Malcolm Brown. They draft Henderson. There's just so much that can go wrong here uh, in, in for Gurley. And I think a lot of people are just looking through things again, going, well, okay, if he gets 18 touches a game, how do you know that he can even hold up to that level? Well, look, from the very first moment I've ever done radio, I've said the following about injured players. And I'm sure you've heard me say this to you of years ago. There's two things. One, it's a red flag, or two, it's a buying opportunity, right? The red flag, stay away. I want no part of it. This could get ugly. Or... You're getting Todd Gurley in round three when he's a round one player. This is about you as a general manager of, a, of your own fantasy team and what risk you're willing to take. Adam and I are telling you, and Frankie, three of the top players I know, okay? We're saying we have so little trust in Gurley that we can't do it. 
I'm not telling you you're not getting a buying opportunity. I'm not telling you that. I'm just telling you that the, the, the tea leaves, as you said, the tea leaves are pointing in the other direction. And sometimes we can't force things. We just need to see them as they are, Adam, and just take them for what they are and stay away. Yeah. Remember, he had a torn ACL uh, in his left knee in college. It's the same one that he had issues with the last year. Uh, for me, it's someone I'm avoiding. And, you know, I might be wrong if and if he comes out and does well in a limited workload, hey, I'm wrong. And then a team benefited. But like you said, uh, it's up to each individual to make that decision for themselves. Uh, and as we often see with players that are dealing with injury, you're right. You know, sometimes it's like, oh, wow, it's a buying opportunity. But I got to re, uh, realize that many times uh, you're better off uh, avoiding the risk with well, players that have injuries. Most of here, the time, I'd say. I'll give you another example in this draft. I'll give you an example where it worked out well for this team. Team unsainted, team number nine, Adam. Round six, team, right? Who'd he take? Sony Michelle. I love it. I've seen Sony Michelle go in round four in drafts. Maybe people are worried about the knee. Maybe people think that Sony Michelle can't last a year. I think that's a very fair, fair statement if that's what people think. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say he's as, it's as bad as Todd Gurley, but I could argue that there's James White, there's Rex Burkhead, there's Damian Harris. Michelle has never really been healthy. He's not a pass catcher. I get all those things. But in round six... At that point, there's value to me where I'm like, all right, maybe I don't want to pass on this guy because the eight games that he's healthy, he could get 100 yards per game and a touchdown. So there's there's a point to when even though I don't like a guy, I will take a guy at him if I think that the value presents itself. Okay, with Sony Michelle, I think he has some risk too. Here's the issue too with Sony Michelle. You know how many passes he caught last year, right? Was it four? <laughs> Nine. Now, yeah, in our, he, doesn't catch, isn't that, he can't catch anything. I know he's terrible. But isn't that a terrible. problem in, in our format? Because it is, but he, how many guys can get 100 yards and two touchdowns each week rushing? He can. Because they, get to the, they score. They score, and he gets the goal line carries. Well, he had six touchdowns last year. Yeah, but didn't he seem like he had more opportunities? It felt like it, but... He had 931 rushing yards, six touchdowns, seven catches for 50 yards. Sorry, I gave him an extra two. The problem is, you know, he has, you know, if he has a week of 1450, he kills you, man. So I guess it's the boom bust. That's the problem. But when, is, but look at Michelle's last. Look how good he was in the playoffs. From, I mean, I'm going to go from week 16 on 18 for 116. Yeah, but we don't get 24 the, the, for 129. The, the, the plan in the playoffs changes for them. It's a different, you know, we, you know, and, and right, so look at the beginning of the year 25 for 112 and a touchdown, 24 for 106 and two touchdowns. He could, I mean, when he's right and feeling good, I'll call him like the Indianapolis game 18 for 98 and a touch, one catch for 12 yards. That's who yeah, he is. But, but then 10 for 34, 14 for 50. And again, no floor with the receptions. 11 for 31, 17 for 63. There's a lot of five, six-point weeks in there. So how? You, I'm just arguing I'll, in round six. In round six is my third running back. I, I think I like him more than Geis. I well, hate Geis. I have a major injury risk with Geis. I love the and, talent. And Henderson last year before the injury. And Henderson, who knows? Who knows with Henderson? I'm just giving you, you guys. Did you, re did you really need to take a running back there? I mean, you already had two. Instead of Michelle, no, I would have taken Allen Robinson. I would right. have taken yeah, Allen Robinson. 
Or, well, or yeah, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, just curious, you know, your thoughts on Michelle, because I was thinking about this yesterday. I was looking, I was like, wow, you know, because we all we look at the total numbers way too much, and oh, he finished RB here. You got to look at it on a weekly basis. Michelle just has such no. a low floor in a given week. But the, uh, but this guy was uh, uh, smart. Look what he did week nine. This guy, uh, sorry, round nine, he took Damian Harris and covered himself. That's smart. Yeah, I took Damian Harris uh, in the FSGA. His price is going to rise now because Michelle is starting this uh, active PUP list. And again, he could be activated anytime, and he could be start uh, ready for the start of the year. But with Michelle, you, you got James White. They drafted Harris. You got Burkhead. Now, you could say the running backs are going to get more work because they're lacking a wide receiver. I'm just looking on a week-to-week basis. Like, how do we determine when to use Michelle? Is it just strictly matchup? I don't know if we can yes, do that. Yeah, yes, I think he's matchup-based, and I, right, yeah, which is hard with the, with the Patriots because you never know. I agree with that. But looking at this guy's team, Montgomery, Michelle, Harris, Peterson, he's got a big mess at running back. You need to have one consistent guy. He's got carry-on, but he doesn't have a second one. But I think you're, I think you're right there. Let me see something. He Here's the problem with those type of running backs, and it happened with Adrian Peterson last year. Like I remember a lot of weeks where you know I do the stardom sit him. I'm like, oh, this is a, a terrible matchup for Peterson. It's a bad week, and he had a big game. So look right. at Sony Michelle last year. Okay, Miami week three, 25 carries, 112 and a touchdown. So later in the season, oh yeah, you got to start him at Miami. He went 20 for 57, gave you 5.7. No, I mean that that's a fair. That's fair. That's, I'm, you're not saying anything that I disagree with. Let me let me look here. I, you know, here here's the complication, Doc, is that when we get to these rounds and we're dipping into the running back pool where we have to have a few, they all have major problems. You know, when you're getting to RB28 in this range, okay, Sony Michelle, the injury, lack of receptions, Rashad Penny, okay, he's second fiddle to, to Chris Carson, Darius Geis coming off an injury, Darrell Henderson, well, what if Gurley's healthy? Uh Latavius Murray, who I like. Actually, I probably take Latavius Murray over most of those guys because I think the role, role solidified. I mean, Chris Carson went after Rashad Penny in this draft. I mean, no, but there there are running backs. I would say from round from round six through round ten, I don't like the running backs I'm getting. Oh, I agree. There's only like a handful that I like. To be honest, yeah, so yeah. so what do you so what do you do then? Do you say, well, I have to get one running back? You say, you know what? Forget it. Uh, I'll and again, this is a redraft. No, but 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 let me let me go back to a team that's taking running backs early. I mean, I know Chris at pick two screwed up, but it's not the worst thing to take a couple of running backs in the first two rounds because then you're cherry picking guys later and you can get more receivers. His mistake was took four, but how about a team? Uh, was there a guy who took two? Yeah, Team Rozak. Let's look at Rozak. Elliott and Gordon. Let's just assume for argument's sake, Gordon signs. For argument's sake. He's got his two guys. After that, he could just hunt and peck and get guys. Oh, yeah, and that's typically what I do. I mean, again, I kind of honestly, I kind of do what the team did at one with Barkley. Barkley, four straight receivers, maybe not tight end. And then Murray, I like. Miller, eh. Jordan Howard, uh, Jordan Howard eh. But, you know, that's the kind of blue. If I have a top four pick. If I have a top four pick, you would have Would you have taken Carson or Murray? I have Carson ranked higher. I mean, again, I do think Penny is going to play a, a role when Carson's healthy. He's, he's good. He really is. I mean, he's not going to catch. You're on the board. Ronus on the clock. Seven one. Who are you taking? Carson. Carson. Okay. Okay. I, I would too. On that team, I would too. It's a running team. Carson's really starting to flip a slip, man. I know. He people really is. You know, see, I think people we're are, people are excited people are about crazy. Penny. 
They and are, and that's what happens. And you get the value though. on Carson. That's right. So you, you may like Penny more than Carson. I get that. But that doesn't mean you draft him before Carson because Carson – and then, then all of a sudden Carson becomes undervalued in our formats. Now he's going around seven. Penny goes in six, and Carson gets, you know, 60% of the carries. Yeah, I think right now he is undervalued in our format. Round seven for Chris Carson on a team that wants to run the football a ton. I mean, just watch Carson. He's very impressive. Now, there are he's you got to worry about injuries, but we got to worry about injuries with every freaking running back, don't we? I mean, and especially you do. round seven. Can I tell you who's starting to get a little more interesting to me too? Austin Eckler. Eckler's yes, starting to get yes. way more interesting to me. And I, I still think I still think right now he round seven is fair. But, but look at what this team did: David Johnson, Antonio Brown, Kittle. Galladay, Landry, Robinson, then Eckler and Ronald Jones. That's not a bad construct right there. No, I like that because, you know, I like getting those receivers early. Uh, and it actually worked out well. I mean, Kittle, I guess, Kittle, yeah, he fell in this one. I mean, he fell. Late, so, Brown, I mean, yeah. he, gets, he gets the good tight end. But if I'm telling you Brown, Galladay, Landry, like Robinson, that's good. See, that's good. If you're able to get that bell cow running back early on, and I think we both agree that David Johnson should be that guy in this offense. It allows you to do this because you say, okay, I got one solid running back that I'm confident in. Now I'm going to attack the other positions. And then I'm going to just take uh, you know, shots at running back like uh, this team did here. Eckler, Jones, and McKinnon. All you need really is one of those guys to pan out as an RB2 every week. And, and I, think Eckler, I, think, I think Eckler pans out. So I think you're jo- Johnson, Eckler. I think the big mistake that I would have done here is I would not have taken – well. I don't know if I would have taken McKinnon. I might have gone elsewhere. Uh, but maybe I'd uh, take the shot on Jones. Or would, so would you have taken a receiver there? I might have instead? taken Samuel, Samuels. Harris. McDonald. Mc, well, I didn't need McDonald. Harris. Yeah, because he had Kittle. Samuels. Yeah. Right. I don't know if I'd do Crowder. I think I would do Samuels or Harris over McKinnon. Samuels, maybe. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. But I, I, I like the idea. Steelers are going to use him, dude. I like the idea of what he did. Like, that's yeah. kind of the way I built my team. Uh, yeah. And I'd have to consider Kittle in that spot. He fell. At, at that point, I think Kittle's actually a value. I do. I don't love I think I would have taken Would you have taken Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones? Over yeah. Kittle. I, I like Aaron Jones. I know. Me too. All right. We'll keep on discussing this draft. We're breaking it down right after this. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. 
Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP Rewards Program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Mo's. All right, we're back. What are you guys going to do? You're not busy today, right? Mockdraftnow.com. Mockdraftnow.com. You can still get Tyreek Hill in round four, Ronus. You got to let me know when I when it goes earlier than that, because then I'm, I'm abandoning ship. I know. We got to take advantage while we can, <laughs> man. Just load, I think I got him on every team I've drafted so far. <laughs> it's like a lot of Tyreek Hill. I have like 30 teams already in the round. Every day. Do you want to, you want me, should I even tell you one of my team names? Do you want to know one of my team names? What are they? I, I, I just change it and just add a number. Me That's too. I, I do, do that too. I have one of my team names, Ronis. Smells like salmon. Oh, yeah. I had a, <laughs> a fantasy baseball team that I named and uh, won the championship. But it looks odd because, you know, I usually, my team name is the same. And then that one year, it's like, stands out. It's like, what happened there? Like, no, that's me, guys. I, I won that year, too. What is, what, is your, uh, what is your team name that you usually go with? Uh, address me as champ. Oh, I like that. Because I usually win that league. So, I mean, <laughs> that, oh, but you know what? Good. <laughs> the one year that I didn't, that's why. So that I, someone else won the league. Actually, that was a year I rebuilt, and I was able to get Mike Trout in the trade, and now I've had him for a few years. But I, So I didn't win the league. So I, I was like, well, I can't use that anymore because I'm not the champ. So I changed it to I smell salmon, won the league, and then I changed it back. <laughs> you know, I usually do sweep the leg. Yeah? Okay. You ever see a karate kid? Yeah. At the end, he's like, sweep the leg. Some people go, Cobra like, Kai. Yeah. some people are just so uh, fanatical about uh, team names. I, it's not a big deal to me. I, I, my, I'm really worried about my roster more than my team <laughs> yeah. name. Right? I can fix the team name at any point. Yeah, I, I want to worry about the players on my team. That's more important to me than the team name. I want to cash those checks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. I'll, I'll take anybody as long as I win. That's a good point. All right, who's coming up in next hour, Adam? 
Uh, we got Dan Claskins uh, from GetSportsInfo.com. He's going to join me at 3.40 p.m. Eastern. Does he do a Fox radio show? I don't know. In Cincinnati? Know. Yeah, I mean, do he a does game a lot time of show. Stuff. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. he still does it. Yeah, he's, he's, pretty, he's, he's a good guy. All right, so uh, tell him I said hi and tell him I hope he does well this year in his leagues because he's a good guy. All right, guys, this is Dr. Roto saying be well and take care. Remember, check out FullTimeFantasy.com. We're doing draft reviews where we go over these drafts and let you know players we like and players that we don't. All right, you need to know these things when you're trying to win your own fantasy football league. All right, keep it right here for hour number two with Adam Ronas, and we'll be back right after this.